are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So what up, what up, what up y'all? I hope everybody's been enjoying this wonderful weather outside right now. Uh, You probably know what I'm talking about. If you do live in the Guelph and nearby regions, However, even in the GTA region, I believe it should be the same weather, uh, pretty much. Uh, However, I was actually talking to another Freebie CFRU um, uh, volunteer member, and she is currently up north. Uh, Even in the province of Ontario, there's so much variability with regards to weather and how cold or hot it is outside. So, uh, yeah, it seems like it's actually not this hot all across, uh, I was going to say Canada, but not even Ontario. So, yeah, if you do live in southern Ontario, shout out to you because you can actually go out. We can we can all go out and enjoy this nice weather. Just make sure that you stay hydrated. Make yourself some nice lemonade and uh, drink it before you go on a really nice walk outside in your neighborhood and... Uh, all out in nature all right because um i i i personally know how tough this past winter was and so we have to take advantage of this beautiful weather so yeah definitely go out and do that all right so okay this episode is gonna be a little bit different from some of the other ones that we've done in the past so if you have been catching up with the show, you probably can tell that we've, uh, by this point, I believe this is episode 225 of TKO, which is, uh, you know, drum roll, hello. Uh, that's a huge milestone. Shout out to us. Shout out to our family over at CFRU 93.3 FM for their constant love and support. And of course, you guys, TKO Nation, for tuning in every single week to our brand new content. Love you guys. Uh, so long story short, um, we've, we've put out a lot of episodes and we've covered so many different things, uh, regarding so many different aspects of combat sports, we've had, uh, uh, sports medicine experts on the show. We've had local fighters on the show. We've had professional fighters on the show and the list goes on and on and on. And, um, we also do breakdowns on the show, talk about technicality. We even take it a step further further and talk about the art within mixed martial arts we also talk about some philosophical ideas behind some of the things that are uh common and trendy in martial arts we've talked about everything almost everything that pertains to combat sports and martial arts but you know what it only hit me like two weeks ago that one of the biggest things that we kind of like, we do talk about it sometimes, but we don't explicitly say, okay, this is like this aspect of the sport that we're talking about here is sports law. So your girl has been reading on to sports law for a hot minute, um, not just like combat sports law, but also some other things that have been happening in the world of sports 
and that also deal with the law. And I think it's very important to consider, uh, you know, because of course, like when we talk about sports in general, the technicality, the athleticism, the way the athletes perform and everything within that regard, all that is important. But there needs to be some rules and regulations around all these stuff that we talk about. Otherwise, how would we even have organized sports? Correct. So sports law is very important. And as a matter of fact, there's been a lot of um, controversy slash drama as of recently in the world of combat sports and well, should I say in the world of combat sports law? Yeah, there you go. So um, there's actually been a lot of things that have been happening in the world of boxing. And today we're going to be mostly talking about that and, uh, you know, just giving you some background on the issue, what the issue itself actually is and what are some of the important implications of this uh, sports law matter in boxing? And I'm sure all that talk has probably intrigued your your uh, interest in the subject matter. So I, I'm uh, personally super excited to talk about it on this episode as well. I'm sure uh, it's going to be one hell of a ride because, uh, yeah, like I said, we haven't done like an explicit segment on TKO just dedicated to um, sports law. But today's the day, and I'm so excited to get started on it. So now, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so the thing I want to talk about, so before we get into the legality of things, uh, let's talk about the issue at hand. Or rather, let's let's give you some background on the thing that I'm going to talk about. So in the world of boxing, specifically the heavyweight division, uh, we've talked about this through and through. Currently, in the modern, um, should I say, like the the past five years in heavyweight boxing, there has been three big names that have, uh, well, definitely, there's so many top contenders, disclaimer, yes, so many top contenders in heavyweight boxing. However, three big names that have always been uh, on the news and uh, have always been there just creating news and uh, making various announcements in the heavyweight division. These names are um, the current IBF, IBO, WBA, and WBO heavyweight champion of the world, Anthony Joshua. The other person is the current WBC and the Ring Magazine heavyweight champion of the world and the former heavyweight champion, uh, like the holder holder of all belts in the heavyweight division, Tyson Fury, and the former WBC heavyweight champion of the world from the USA, Deontay Wilder. So Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, they're both from the UK, Deontay Wilder from America. Right. So these guys and you're like, okay, Janon, like what about Andy Ruiz Jr.? What about Luis Ortiz? What about the Klitschko brothers? You know, anyway, um, I again, uh, I do respect all those uh, top contenders. However, uh, there's just because these guys that I just mentioned, the big three names right now in the world of heavyweight boxing, they have so much say in what goes on in the division and what what fights are to be made 
uh, immediately. That's why I, I um, specifically brought up these uh, names, especially because with regards to today's uh, talk, like there's a lot of uh, almost like a triangular relationship between the three. That's why I specifically want to talk about these three awesome fighters. Otherwise, um, you know, again, disclaimer, you know, there's so many top contenders uh, and respectable fighters in the heavyweight division right now. Uh, but unfortunately, like, it's just kind of like beyond the scope of this episode and beyond the scope of this topic to talk to, like, kind of like include them in this talk. Anyway, so let's remind ourselves, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury. So what's going on here? Right. So just to give you some background, um, Anthony Joshua, uh, I just want to talk about it first because he he is like in the mix of this all however um he's not as uh, as deeply in- involved in this cobweb of drama at least as of now so what do i actually mean by that so anthony joshua he is a young fighter he uh he kept beating top contenders in the heavyweight division and he he had such a great professional record. He was the champion. He was the title holder at four different organizations in boxing until he had a fight against Andy Ruiz Jr. I'm just going to briefly uh, talk about that fight. He unfortunately lost that fight. He, however, he had a rematch fight against Andy Ruiz and he was able to regain all of his belts. Okay, cool. Let's put Anthony Joshua to the side now. Let's talk about the other two fighters. So now moving on to Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, he prior to even Anthony Joshua's rise to fame, uh, uh, excuse me, Tyson Fury was the guy in the heavyweight division. He was the man. He was a champion. He beat so many top contenders. He was the champion, um, like in a very dominant manner, right? And um, it was just very surprising to everybody when he announced that he, like, he he was having various setbacks and uh, in, in things that weren't necessarily related to boxing. So he he had um, uh, substance abuse problems, and he was severely depressed. He put on a lot of weight, so um, he was out of the scene, out of the boxing scene for a while. And then came about two years ago, something changed in his mentality. Good for him. He started picking himself back up and he started getting back into training camp, training harder and harder and hard and losing all the weight that he had put on. And uh, he was combating depression at the time as well. But he overcame all those conflicts, all those issues. And he was so ready to get back in the ring. And so he did. So he had a couple of warm-up fights. Well, obviously, at this at this point, I just want to remind you all, he was not the champion anymore, yet he was undefeated, okay? So, yeah, he, he hadn't really lost inside the ring. However, he had to be stripped of all of his titles because of all the issues that I talked about earlier. So when he had those combat fights, um, you know, it took him, uh, it took him a few fights here and there to get him to 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 where he was prior to his layoff right but he was doing well and uh one one fight after another he looked like he was getting better 
And then came the opportunity for Tyson Fury to fight against the then WBC champion of the world, Deontay Wilder. And this was a huge deal because Tyson Fury, yes, like he wasn't the champion at the time, but he is, after all, a huge name in heavyweight boxing, at least in, in uh, like modern heavyweight boxing. So it was a huge deal uh, to see this fight between the two, especially because it was, after all, going to be um, uh, Tyson Fury's first call to a title after that long layoff, after all the things that he had been through. It was it was very, um, you know, heartwarming. Right. So that fight actually happened. And before I talk about that fight itself, uh, I just want to quickly talk about give you some background on Deontay Walter himself. So Deontay Walter dominant, the most dominant um, U.S. heavyweight right now. OK, and there is no doubt about that. He was on uh, the Olympic team for Team USA. He was awesome, and uh, he got so many great accomplishments in his amateur heavyweight uh, boxing career. He was so accomplished, and then he made that transition to professional boxing. And, uh, you know, up to that point that he was fighting, the, um, excuse me, Tyson Fury, he was undefeated to that point. He was such a dominant champion. Beating opponents left and right, he is so powerful and so accurate of a striker. Ooh, um, you know, just just uh, reminiscing about about all that gives me chills. Anyway, so that's the type of person we're talking about when we're talking about Deontay Wilder at the time, who was the most dominant uh, American, yeah, heavyweight champion in the modern era of boxing. So now we have Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury fighting for the first time. It was such a close fight. And today, um, I would I would still recommend all my friends who are even casual boxing fans to go out there and watch that whole fight, like the full length of the fight because of how good of a fight it was and how close it truly was for both guys. We've had we had um, so many knockdowns. Uh, uh, for the whole length of the fight, so many clean shots that were delivered by both parties at one point in, in round 12, I believe it was. Uh, anyway, like one of those uh, either round 11 or round 12 that Tyson Fury legitimately got dropped in the fight and the referee started doing the countdown and even Deontay Wilder, he was doing like his celebration thing to the crowd. However, before the, the, the count ended, Tyson Fury just sprung back to his feet looking fresh as heck and he was ready to get back in there and strike with Deontay Wilder so that's how crazy of a fight the first fight was and so the judges actually uh scored that first fight a draw and that was a that was a huge like da 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 moment right like we're like, oh, but like we never really figured out who the better man was on fight night and they're both good. So it, it definitely begged the question whether or not we we're going to see a rematch between the two. And uh, the boxing gods obviously answered their prayers. And so did the the, uh, the boxing promoters, thankfully. 
Um, so, and also on a side note, because I did say this is going to be like a sports law, uh, like segment of the show. So yeah, usually when they do have, uh, rematches or, uh, like, you know, them deciding to fight each other for another time, it is almost always specified on their contract, even prior to when the fight, the initial fight happens. So everything is calculated. It's not like, oh, one day, like, I don't know, like Tyson Fury wakes up, he's like, oh yeah, like I just want to give Deontay Wilder that second chance because I'm feeling super generous. No, 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 that's not how it works. Everything is super calculated um, and legally calculated. It is always specified in their contract prior to the fights. And also, um, there are different, um, there are various advantages to the person who is the the side a fighter right so what does that mean that means you're like whatever you say uh it is almost always gonna get accepted so you have more of a say in this contract right so in this case uh it will it will most likely be the champion so in in our case of Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury it was Deontay Wilder because after all he was the WBC champion so um yeah he requested that um, if he, yeah, the, one of the clauses was that if he loses, then he has to get a rematch, right? But we didn't have a loser. It was a draw. And uh, both fighters wanted it. The business aspect of it made sense. So the promoters made it happen. The boxing gods made it happen. And here we are, the rematch, the second fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Ooh, it was such a great fight. Uh, so many different things went wrong, though. So many different things that I personally wouldn't attribute to, you know, a big like weakness in a, in a certain fighter's strategy or game plan. I do attribute it to some things that happened behind the scenes. One of the biggest things, though, in my opinion, um, was that Deontay Wilder, well, he's a little bit of a show-off, so whenever he... Uh, once to walk into the ring, he puts on this armor of his, like to I don't know this, like the signature look of his. And this time around, it was like forty pounds of at least forty pounds of quote unquote armor, or like I don't know, like his um uh, costume, uh, the thing that he wears to his walkouts. Anyway, uh, it was very heavy. It, it looked like it was almost unbreathable. Especially because he he was uh, wearing this mask that was covering his entire face. And listen, if you're going to be fighting uh, for a 12-round uh, boxing fight, I would not recommend you wear a 40-pound armor, let alone wear a mask that is covering your entire face. Anyway, so in my opinion and in the opinion of other fans, um, this was one of the biggest factors that contributed to Deontay Wilder's exhaustion from the early rounds of this fight leading to his um like he was he was almost outclassed in this fight against uh Tyson Fury that was a very I hate to say it this way but it was a very miserable loss for Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury got the WBC championship belt so this is where things get very interesting specifically when it comes to sports law because this happens uh, almost like a year and a half ago, just before the pandemic, right? So this happens. Tyson Fury is the new WBC champion. Woohoo, good for him. Deontay Wilder, uh, he's not like a sour loser, 
But uh, obviously, like, it's not pleasant. Like, after this is, after all, his first professional defeat. And going back to the contract thing that I talked about earlier, you know, obviously, things were specified in the contract, especially for Deontay Wilder being the, the side A fighter of the fight of the contract in this case it it was also again specified for the second fight that these two guys had that Deontay Wilder as the champion at the time uh, at the time of the contract right uh he would definitely have to get a rematch or a, a third fight in this case given that he loses this fight he can actually exercise uh, that that right of his in this contract if he wants to, right? So obviously that was the outcome. He loses, but then boom, COVID-19 pandemic, right? Uh, there, were, there, was, there was a lot of issues in the world of sports in general, like live sports. But now, thankfully, they're starting to get handled uh, so much better. And... Uh, Okay, so things were actually, like, moving forward with uh, almost all events in combat sports, right? And so we we thought, okay, sure, like, things are moving on. And uh, usually when someone loses uh, in, in boxing or any combat sports, they're, they're kind of, like, MIA for a couple of months. Maybe they just want to go on vacation. Maybe they just want to take some time off, off of social media, off of training, just, just like, reflect on everything. So... Deontay Wilder was definitely MIA for, um, I should say, for the past year and like three months, for real. And so we're like, oh, what's happening with him? But oh, well, I guess it doesn't really matter because the promoters actually announced that Anthony Joshua, remember him, Anthony Joshua, the four, uh, the four division, or excuse me, the four different belt holder in the heavyweight division, he was going to be now facing off against uh, Tyson Fury, the current WBC champion, for them to finally unify all belts for us to announce the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world. And this it had it had been a hot minute since we actually had this in the heavyweight division. The, this has not been accomplished for at least like two decades <laughs> in heavyweight boxing. Um, so it was a huge deal when this was announced. And so things were even confirmed uh, with this Joshua and Fury fight. Uh, it was announced that the fight was gonna happen uh, mid-August that things were 100% confirmed according to Tyson Fury himself, right? And uh, we're just so certain that this fight was finally going to happen. But then, da-da-da, Deontay Wilder enters the scene, right? So he was MIA for so long, out of nowhere he comes out. And also, uh, uh, around the same time, there's also more, we see more presence of him on social media, hitting pads super hard, you know, just going at it like hardcore in training camp. We're like, whoa, what is happening? And mind you, this is before all the things that I'm going to tell you right now. So Deontay Wilder decides to exercise the rematch clause in his contract that he had against Tyson Fury. And uh, when that happens, so that is up to the fighter to decide. 
Deontay Wilder could could also not have even exercised that clause if he didn't want it. If he didn't want to, that that would have been totally fine as well. But it was just so interesting with regards to timing as well that Deontay Wilder, out of nowhere, suddenly decides to exercise this clause almost like four or five days after this Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua fight was announced. Like it was announced to be official mid-August. But when that happened, because, uh, you know, the clauses were already stated in the contract between Fury and uh, Wilder, it had to be brought forward more seriously. So uh, there was an arbitration case. You know, all this actually went to court. And the judge who was in uh, charge of this case, he ruled it uh, that uh, such that Deontay Wilder would absolutely have to get this um, third fight against Tyson Fury like immediately. And now everything is thrown um, off. Like with regards to scheduling, definitely the fight between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury is not happening because it, it, the, the judge also ruled it such that the fight between Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury for the third time has to be accomplished before September 15th. And uh, let's just think about it. Like how many months away is that? It's almost like six months away, I think. Maybe like five months. I don't know. But um, that is um, not that far in the future. This is actually coming up very soon. So I think this was a very, very super calculated move by Deontay Wilder. I actually want to applaud him because um, he, I'm sure that he has a lot of um, good legal advice in his corner. He definitely has some good uh, sports lawyers around him who told him like, okay, Deontay, this is your cue right now. Go for it. Like uh, exercise his claws because you will definitely get this rematch. And um, so some talking about some of the things that are surrounding this, this whole drama so first of all anthony joshua after this this was announced he actually came out on twitter blaming tyson fury for for this whole situation saying that okay like he wants to run away from this fight he doesn't want to fight him he said tyson fury the world now sees you for the fraud you are you've let boxing down blah 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 you've used my name for clout and not for a fight and <laughs> so uh, the other thing that was also announced, uh, according to the fighters themselves, so Tyson Fury um, kind of like uh, spilled the tea on uh, Deontay Wilder asking for uh, $20 million, you know, for him to be paid off so that he would actually not exercise this uh, rematch clause and let the, uh, the Tyson Fury and Joshua fight go on. $20 million. That's a lot of money. But uh, yes, uh, Tyson Fury actually came out and spilled the tea on that saying that, okay, I don't really care. Like, you are the person who wants to fight me, yet you're such a coward. You know, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, I'm not uh, quoting the exact tweet, but uh, essentially what it was saying, you know, you know, you're such a coward uh, to, to be asking for all that money so that ultimately you wouldn't be fighting me. And uh, he was just saying, okay, regardless, I'll still come out and crush you or, you know, all that. 
So the trash talk has resumed,、uh, and I'm not gonna lie, as a fan, this is actually looking very, very interesting, and I want to see how things will proceed from this point forward. Because yeah, definitely the the third fight between Wilder and Fury will be happening. But it's just it's a it's very interesting to me how the timing of this all has worked out, and the fact that Deontay Wilder. Feel like he, you know, the fact that he, we all thought he was, oh, like where is Deontay Wilder, right? But behind the scenes, he was definitely、uh, making very calculated moves、um, with regards to what he would do right now, and、uh, that's it. Blows my mind, and I love it so much. Uh, but you know, that's not the the end of the story. Definitely,、uh, so. Anthony Joshua has now also been mandated to fight another mandatory contender uh, uh, from the WBO organization in boxing. So the proposed name has been、um, Alexander Usyk, right? Who、uh, recently made the transition to the to the heavyweight division. He's a former champion from、um, uh, the lighter. Uh, the light heavyweight. No, 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 sorry. Excuse me. Like the previous weight division to heavyweight boxing. Excuse me. I always confuse the the names, like the actual names of the weight divisions boxing, because they're different from MMA. But Alexander Usyk has been the proposed next opponent for Anthony Joshua,、uh, for him to defend and hold his WBO title. And it seems like we're actually getting this fight between Deontay Wilder and、uh, Tyson Fury. But regardless, it's looking very interesting. And I'll definitely keep you updated with. Uh, anything else that happens in this case? So I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week. Make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with previous episodes, y'all. And until next time, it's your girl Jonah right here, and this is TKO. Peace out.